Hello, everyone. My name is Robert Baker, and you are listening to The Aftermash. I took a week off there because I had some illnesses, so I did not sound the best, and most importantly, I could not taste the beers properly. Um, but now I'm back, and I'm here ready to review another brewery and some beers. And this week, we are looking at Kensington Brewing Company. So Kensington Brewing Company was launched in 2011 in the back of a restaurant in the historic Kensington Market. So Kensington Market neighborhood in Toronto, Ontario, and they say that they are inspired by the flavors of their home. Their beer is thoughtfully crafted. Well, I certainly hope so. You're crafting beer, do it thoughtfully, right? So today I'm looking at a couple of different beers. Uh, The first one I'm checking out is the Kensington Death to Robots. Okay, now this is uh, named after one of the very popular beers they did, wherein they teamed up with an AI company to craft a beer that was imagined by an AI. So what they did was they fed uh, an artificial intelligence a whole bunch of beer recipes, and it spit one back out at them. They chose it, they brewed the beer, and I don't have it today. So I went down there, and they uh, they said they were all out of it, but they had this, this other one, uh, which still appears to be a crossover between Kensington Brewing Company and Dessa. So that is the artificial intelligence company or the like computer engineering company. Um, So I don't know how this one is uh, teamed up with Dessa, even though they say that they did not listen to the AI this round. Um, So somehow it's teamed up with Dessa, still a computer engineering company and Kensington Brewing Company. Um, But I'm excited to try it. And before we get into it too much, I will say it is a black IPA, black IPA. Well, If you know what IPA stands for, and I hope you do, you will understand that that is a bit of an oxymoron. So a black India pale ale doesn't really make sense. Well, it's a confusing beer, apparently. I actually have not even really gotten into too many black IPAs, although they were kind of like a fad a while ago. Well, you can probably guess what it's like. It's a dark beer, um, but it has generally the hoppy and piney qualities of an IPA. So you're coming in with some of these... Uh, roasted malts, um, so can vary anywhere from like a dark brown to a really jet black in color. But then it comes in uh, with some of these classic sort of American or Canadian hop varieties. So it sounds interesting and it sounds appetizing to me. We'll see if those two flavors of the darker beer, which would be the roasted malts, uh, and the piney, maybe citric flavors of the hops will actually contrast into something nice. I don't really know. We'll see. (laughs) Um, Now, I'm going to pour this thing first. We'll look at the color. We'll look at the flavor. And then, as always, we'll check out the can art as well. So let's crack this thing open and pour it out. All right. So this thing is like really, really dark brown in color. It's not quite what I'd say black, um, but I can definitely see that that really, really deep brown color to it. It looks really good, actually, and that kind of the head on it as well has a bit more of that pale brown color. Um, Nice, thick, creamy-looking head. Um, Rocky as well on there. Let's give it a little smell to you. Yeah, so what I get up front is definitely the hops from that IPA part of the black IPA right up front. Okay, I can also smell the roasted malts. Wow, it makes for a a unique smell for sure. So it's like hoppy, but then 
really deep malt and rich malt flavor, it smells like. So I'm kind of interested to dive in and taste this thing. So let's do that. Okay, it actually reminds me a lot of another beer I've tried. This is a reminds me of a Nova Scotian beer I tried, which was like the Vickers Cross by Boxing Block Brewery or something like that, where that one was just a double IPA, I think. Um, they didn't call themselves, or they didn't call it a black IPA, but it actually tastes very similar to this. Now, this is darker in color and definitely more roasted, whereas that one was a bit biscuity. This one is actually quite deep, like toffee caramel flavors, and then followed up by the bitterness actually makes for a really nice flavor in the mouth. I wonder, like... I don't know. This is, it's good. I wonder what, what I'd, what I'd say for this. I think you could almost have this with like a nice stew in the winter time. This would be a great winter beer. I love having an IPA during the winter. Um, but let's take a minute to talk about the can art. Uh, Kensington can art is very abstract, which I really like having, uh, I like when the brewery has some sort of style to it and definitely Kensington seems to be generally really abstract. Now this one is incredibly cool because it's somewhat animated so when you buy the beer, you actually get this sleeve with it, which I'll throw up on the Instagram um, at the Aftermash podcast on Instagram. But it's this sleeve that you kind of slide down the can and it it makes an animation. And I can't really describe it any other way than that. So it's kind of got this cool like machinery on it, chugging this like stuff through and pouring out a liquid on one end. I don't know. You'll have to just see it to actually understand it. But I like that. That's cool. I've never seen that before. I mean, it's like, yeah, this little animated can art that you get with a sleeve like creative very creative so like i said before it's got this roasted or toasted toffee flavor and then also that piney hop flavor to follow it up i like those combinations um because it almost leans towards like a just a kiss of sweetness because of that that deep rich toasted flavor and then having the hop to follow it up with the piney flavor. It's actually really good. Um, now in the mouth, it's got like this lively little carbonation to it. Um, it's kind of warming as well. This thing clocks in at 7%. So um, by the end of it, you're definitely going to be feeling it. I think this one is a slow drinker, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's really delicious. It's a pretty strong intensity. It balances against more towards the bitter side at the very end. Um, personally, I quite like it. Again, it reminds me of well, it reminds me of a superior beer, which is the uh, the Vickers Cross, a double IPA. Try it out if you see it. If you're in Kensington Market, why not? Give it a try. Uh, maybe sit down in their place and have a drink. Well, we'll actually move on to our next beer now anyways, uh, the Kensington Blackberry Milkshake. Uh, this doesn't really divulge what else it is other than a milkshake. I've scoured the entire can. All it says is Kensington Blackberry Milkshake. It says it's blackberry, banana, cacao nibs, and vanilla. All right, packed in there. Um, it says contains lactose as well. So again, we're going to expect this to actually have that specific mouthfeel of being like thick and creamy. And of course, we'll see if that actually comes across in the product of the beer. Now, a friend of mine actually gave me some cacao nibs. Uh, he listened to the podcast and heard that I had never tried cacao nibs before. So he gave me some and I actually know what the flavor is now. So I can pick that out a little bit better. Um, so thanks to him for that. But let's crack this beer open. All right. It's a very pale pink color, almost like a maybe pomegranate kind of pomegranate kind of color. Um, 
not really what I was expecting. I don't know why in the color. The outside of the can, it has this big, dark purple figure on it. So I would guess I kind of expected a bit of a darker color. Um, I don't know if that was right of me, but let's give this thing a little smell. Well, I get the vanilla and the banana on there, but also it has that twinge of sour, probably from the blackberry. Um, so maybe this is a sour milkshake. I don't really know. Kensington, you could divulge a little more, I think. I don't remember a blackberry milkshake just being a kind of a beer, but maybe I'm the fool. All right, let's take a sip of this. Yeah, very sour right away. Um, but sweet as well. Man, the sour hangs around. It's a puckering sour. Wow. Finishes off sour too, for sure. Uh, wow, feeling that all the way through. I think I do actually find the blackberry comes in first. I get the sweet kiss of banana and some vanilla to follow it up too, which is really cool. So I don't know if I necessarily taste any cacao nibs in there. Maybe I'm just missing it here, but I really don't uh, don't taste that at all. It's not as thick as uh, some of the other beers that I've had that contain lactose. I expected it to be like really, really uh, thick in the mouth and just coat my mouth too, but um, it doesn't, which is actually really good. A subtle lactose thickness to it. I'm liking this so far. I mean, I think it could definitely could have been unbalanced with all the flavors going on in it. I think it could have been too sour, but the sweet balances it out and that just slightly thick uh, mouthfeel from the lactose helps in the favor of the beer. So, man, not too bad. Again, the cacao nibs are just lost on me. Um, I don't know if you've had cacao nibs before, but they are like a really dark, bitter... Um, chocolatey flavor but no sweetness to it at all so I don't feel like there's any any sense of that in this beer for sure maybe a mistake putting it in I don't know <laughs> but maybe that doesn't even matter uh I guess it didn't need to be on the can though maybe if uh, I couldn't taste it so now the can itself well it is very simple again this one's especially simple I think it's meant to be a abstract banana and an abstract blackberry. So very simple, couple of colored shapes on the can, and that's it. But cool, very cool from Kensington Brewery. Now, this beer, I don't know, would I recommend it? Yes, I'd recommend it more than the other one, I think. Um, it's very sweet, so keep that in mind, and it's sour as well. I don't think I would drink more than one of these, that's for sure. Um, and it comes in at 6%, so, you know, probably not intended to have a few of them uh, per night or per session, so... Keep that in mind, and that is Kensington Blackberry Milkshake. All right, so the next beer we're trying is the Kensington Amber Ale. Continuing on with the very plain uh, names for these beers, but it does say AKA Dad Beer. Okay, so we'll keep the target audience in mind. Um, I bet your moms would enjoy this one too. Just depends on who's barbecuing. Uh, whoever's man in the barbecue, I think, would probably want to take on this beer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So what can we expect from an amber ale? Well, a nice balance of malt and hoppiness, but the malts should be a little bit richer in flavor, maybe having a sweetness to it, whether it be kind of a caramel flavor, um, but they should be kind of a rich, maybe toasty malts, um, and it should be amber in color, <laughs> if you can believe it. Well, let's delay no further. 
I'm going to open it up. Kensington Amber Ale. Let's see. As per the usual fashion, I have splashed some onto the uh, laptop. That's great. Uh, No worries there. Let's pour it out. Nice. All right. I like the color right away. It's uh, like a dark caramel color. It's not like foggy or hazy at all. Uh, Clear, dark, orange, brown color. Nice. Let's give it a smell. Yeah, I mean, it smells like a pretty standard amber ale. It's rich and uh and smells kind of sweet a little sweet malts um the head on it is pretty nice uh, a little bit darker in color of the head not completely white but a little bit of that amber color leaking through <laughs> yeah it is quite malty um like not not that sweet really in flavor and it's not too bitter either it's pretty mid-range all across the board like it's not very sweet not very bitter but it's nice and malty I certainly could see enjoying a few of these things uh, at the barbecue if that that's where you were. Um, they're, it's light, right? It's actually 4.5%, and I don't think it's meant to be anything too crazy. Um, now on the side, they're telling us they try to embody the carefree energy of a dad barbecuing with this easygoing amber ale. Yeah, it is easygoing. Nice. Good way to describe it. Um <laughs> And the can doesn't really offer too much in uh, in visuals. It's it's pretty straightforward. It has this big orange blob on it that I actually don't know what it's supposed to represent. A little too abstract for me to understand, maybe. Uh, maybe one of the artists will actually interpret that for us uh, <laughs> and let us know what that's supposed to represent. Um, but it's just amber. It's a big amber object on there, orange object. So there's your can for you. Uh, what else can I say about this beer? It's, it is pretty plain. Would I recommend it? I mean, there's some great amber ales out there. Uh, this is uh, nothing too wild, nothing that's going to you know, make you cry because you bought it, and nothing that's going to make you uh, weep with happiness when you take your sip at the barbecue, but not too bad overall. Well, that's all I got from Kensington Brewing Company. I was hoping to find a little bit more out about them, like... You know, I know how they got started in the back of a restaurant. I know their location down in the historic Kensington Market, but I don't know a whole lot else, and maybe that's just due to my lack of research, but I did try. I looked all over their website. A lot of craft breweries will have a nice About Us section, and I always appreciate that because it's kind of cool to hear people's story, uh, hear how things started out, and what their inspirations are, but uh, didn't really find too much of that with Kensington, Um, so that's all right. Keep it simple. If you make good beer, you make good beer, so why not? As always, let me know what you think of the beers on my Instagram, at the Aftermash Podcast on Instagram. Please do not drink and drive, and follow the drinking laws in your province. Thanks for listening. I'm Robert Baker, and goodbye.